0: Becky, great ball in Ellen White for Manchester City.
1: Decent heads, wonderful goal. The first ever in a Manchester Dome.
2: Welcome to this episode of MCW Fancast I am Emma, thanks for listening On this week's podcast I'm joined by Dave from the OSC As we recap on the week's fixtures in the WSL against Arsenal And the Champions League against Gothenburg I'm also joined by Craig Hadley from the Birmingham City podcast Great Since 68 Who joins me as we look ahead to Sunday and our final game in 2020 Away to Birmingham City in the WSL But first here from manager Gareth Taylor and Lauren Hemp speaking at full-time at the Academy Stadium following our 3-0 win against Gothenburg in the Champions League.
1: I'm pleased with how the girls managed the game today. Um, they're, a, they're a difficult outfit to play against. I thought they were really impressive in their build-up play. We probably could have played uh, our pressing game a little bit higher, if I, I felt, in the first half. And we certainly did that in the second half. And then, obviously, the goal doesn't probably change the outlook that much going 3-1 up. Um, you know, they still needed two away goals. So, um, but again, yeah, I thought the way we, we managed the game was 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 really good. And, you know, we scored We scored three goals. We potentially could have scored more. Um, But I thought there were some real solid performances as well. You know, she's a real big uh, boost for us to to have Lauren back. And she's a boost for the team. And she's such a good outlet for this team. You know, she causes real problems in the opposition defence and and really puts these defences on the back foot. Um, We're still obviously having to manage her game time just to make sure that it's not too much too soon. Uh, But again, yeah, it's been a real, real boost in, in having Lauren back.
3: Well, Rose is just
1: recovering. She's, you know, she's had a, another slight setback. Um, you know, she, she jarred her knee pretty hard against uh, Everton. But again, similar to, similar to Caroline, really, that, you know, although she's missing these couple of games, when we come back in January in the new year, we're expecting Rose to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, I mean, on, on today's performance, I, I thought we were really professional. You know, we controlled the game. You know, we, we, we controlled the counter-attacks really well as well. When they had their their slight moments, so yeah, it gives the girls confidence. You know, I think we kind of put this Champions League to bed now until February. So, um, but it's great, it's great to be in, you know, in, into that kind of round of sixteen game, and uh, it's something that we're really looking forward to. But we know it's a it's a big task. It's a big big task, and um, you know, the competition will hot up. Like you say, I think this was was probably one of the toughest games we could have had. Um, but, again, sometimes to, to really go as far as you want, you're going to have to play against really good teams. You know, we know Georgia's got that in. It. The pleasing thing was, although they were simple goals in terms of kind of the proximity to the goal she was, it was being in the right position. I think that's the most important thing and, and something that we've been we've been looking for from Georgia. And it's great, you know, up to a tally. And, um, you know, I thought the contribution from the front players was good. We, like I said, we probably could have scored a few more goals. Um but the pleasing thing, like, like I said, was that players are in the right positions and it was just that final little bit. So yeah, really pleased. Sometimes you have moments where um, it, it kind of clicks and you can see that there's some real continuity of, of the ideas that we're trying to bring in and implement. And yeah, you know, like I say, I, I think throughout the season, I've been really impressed with the girls and the way they've applied themselves and the way they've played. Um, people will always look at results and sometimes when you have a negative one, they, they kind of like gloss over or detract from the performance. But I thought in the two two draws we had, or even three draws this season we've had so far, performances were, in you know, in parts were very, very good. And sometimes that's what you look at as a coach is, can you see the signs that we're progressing? We're starting to control games. We're starting to really improve our positional discipline. And, you know, I thought in the second half today, we did that really well. I mean, uh, everyone's contributing and that's what we need. You know, I've challenged the girls, the front kind of five players, the two attacking midfielders and our front three need to be producing numbers and, you know, everyone's contributing, whether they're playing, not playing, coming off the bench. So, um, yes, great to see uh, any trophy for us is really important and we want to be going as far as we possibly can in all of them.
3: Yeah, definitely. It was nice to get back to the Champions League. Obviously, it's a massive trophy that we'd love to win and... It was a good performance from the team and obviously off the back of last week's performance as well. It was nice to really kick on and and get through to the next round. Yeah, definitely. I'm loving being back on the pitch. Obviously, it's been a hard few months getting back from, from injury and it's definitely helped with my confidence. I mean, I felt confident today and it's credit to the staff and players giving me the confidence to go out and do what I love doing every week. And it's nice to get some minutes back in back in my legs and hopefully build that up throughout the uh, last game remaining and hopefully push on into the new year and, and contribute to as many goals and assists as, as I can. Yeah, it's definitely a target, we'd love to win it and it's one of the trophies that we've definitely got our eyes on and, and we want to get that trophy and I think the calibre of players that we've recruited over the summer has been massive as well. Obviously we've got Sam and Rose and Lucy and Alex that we've brought in and they're a massive credit to the team and they'll hopefully definitely help us kick on and, and get as far in the Champions League as we'd like and obviously they're used to winning it and, and that's what we want to do this year yeah it was pretty crazy I mean I don't think I've shot from that distance before I mean once in Bristol and and but I haven't this this time around at City but yeah it was pretty like I couldn't believe it afterwards I think you've probably seen my, my celebration I was just standing there in shock and Obviously, I went to run down the line and then I cut inside and I did like look up and just see that the keeper was off their line and it just went in slow motion for me. Like I was like, go on, go on, go on, and, and it went in and, yeah, it was it was crazy and I haven't actually looked at the goal back, so I'm looking forward to doing that and see if it looked like a cross, but it definitely wasn't. <laughs> We've got a squad who's capable of achieving whatever we want to and, obviously, the Champions League is, is one you want to win also the league as well and we'd love to push on in all competitions obviously we've won the FA Cup already this year and and it's exciting to see what we can achieve and once the team starts getting the performances like we have done recently then you'll start to see that our performances are worthy of winning the Champions League and the rest of the trophies that are up for grabs this season. Obviously they've won it multiple times like Lucy has and and it's nice to see that and have the experience like them in the change room and they'll definitely help us to kick on and not only in the Champions League, but the league as well. Obviously, they're used to winning league titles and stuff. And it's great for younger players like myself, who like really look up to them and and want to obviously get to the heights that they have in their career. I mean, the FA Cup one was pretty special to me. But yeah, obviously, every goal I score, like, I love it really, because I don't score that often, to be honest. And and no, my, my parents are really proud of me and like it just goes to show they've probably tweeted it as soon as it came out and they're wanting to watch it all, watching all the games and stuff. So it's nice to have that support behind me as well. And obviously they love to see it as much as, as much as I do. So it's great to have them behind me as well.
2: Hi, Dave. How are you?
0: Hi, Emma. Fine. Thank you. Thanks for having us on again.
2: Always good to catch up on the week's fixtures. I mean, it's been another really good week for City. Obviously, the win against Arsenal in the WSL really looking to bridge that gap. It was vital to get the win, and we did. And it was a great performance.
0: It was really good performance. Yeah. Um, what was really impressive is going behind early on. Could you know? And it didn't. They didn't phase the team. Um, we were a bit worried when they scored after you know, a couple of minutes. But after about ten minutes, I would honestly say that we totally dominated the game after that and controlled it. And although we only got the goal right at the very death, we certainly deserved the three points on the day.
2: And Obviously, it was a, a late goal from an informed Caroline Weir. I mean, what a stunner that was!
0: Fantastic strike. We, we've seen her do it before, but um, to do it in those circumstances when everyone was just thinking, just shoot, 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 and then 94th minute to just hit a, uh, a ball so sweetly like that into the corner. Um, fantastic and it it just caps off you know the recent performances for Caroline because she's been outstanding.
2: I'd have just loved to have been behind that in the academy because that the atmosphere from that would have been incredible.
0: (laughs) Well that's the only downside wasn't it that's the only bad thing about last Sunday was we all thought you know know, with with the the emotional thing you know with with Beats coming back as well that would have been emotional for everybody and uh, and then obviously scoring a goal like that in the last minute, we'd have, we'd have loved it. So it would have been a great game to be at. So, But, you know, it is what it is, and it was just great to win the game.
2: Obviously, to, to go behind so early in the game as well, obviously with the goal from Midemo that, you know, City fought really hard to get back in the game, but the sense of urgency that, uh, they showed towards the end of the game uh, really impressed me. I don't know about you. And the the feeling of, of just getting a last-minute goal like that in that way and, and picking up those three points, which are absolutely vital to our season campaign, was just magnificent.
0: Fantastic. I and mean, we we definitely deserved it. But to get it the way we did, I think, in the end, was such a boost. You could see, by the way, the, the players celebrated how important it was. We couldn't afford to, to not win that game, really, with it being Arsenal we were playing. It was a you know, a real six-pointer because adjustable was in the league. So it was massively important in terms of the points, but also in terms of the confidence. And, you know, like I say, although we didn't snatch it till right at the death, I honestly believe we deserved it over the 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, I agree. And then obviously from from there, from Sunday, we headed into obviously our second leg tie um, against Gothenburg. And it was a game that we went into, up on aggregate 2-1, you know, with the away goals as well. Um, how did you feel heading into that one?
0: Well, heading into it, I was, I was, you know, wary because obviously we'd seen in the first leg that they, they were a good side. This is the Champions League, so that, you know, everyone's a good side that's in the Champions League and you know you're going to get a game. In the first leg, we saw that really intense, high press start that they'd done and everything, so I was expecting more of the same. Uh, I don't think they, they lived up to that on the day. I don't think they, they, they managed that as well as they did in the first leg. And Aoife commented it on uh, on the City Plus commentary as well, you know, that, that she was expecting them to be a bit more like that. So, but having said that, um, you know, I still thought we played really well on Wednesday and to dominate and control that game from start to finish as well, um, coming coming straight off the back of the Arsenal result, it was, it was another great performance.
2: A tough kind of... Uh, Tied to get in terms of Champions League especially so early on as well because they, they have got really good form and they'll be disappointed given obviously these two results and obviously now departing the competition but credit to them because they really did put a, a, a good performance in and they, again um, I would say their goalkeeper shined once again there were moments where Ellie stood out as well I mean there were some real talking points from the game but I think one of the main ones being obviously Lauren Hemp coming back into the side into the starting eleven. And scoring that absolute wonder goal, which was absolutely incredible as well.
0: Well, fantastic! I mean, we've we've spoke before many times about what a loss Lauren's been at the start of the season because she's such a good player and she can she can make a game turn on one one thing like that as well because she's got that in her locker. Um, people joking on social media it was a weaker foot. Well, if she can do that with a weaker foot. Imagine you know what the other ones like. So
2: yeah.
0: a, a real a real goal of the season contender, and it, it's. That's Lauren. You know, that's what she's got. Everyone who knows me knows what I think of Lauren as a footballer. Absolutely. One of those players that can really put you on the edge of you. See, every time she gets the ball, you're thinking, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? Uh, a nightmare to play against for defenders. And what a goal that was.
2: Yeah. And, and obviously, great to see her back in the squad. And, and hopefully, obviously, they were managing her, her minutes in that game. But hopefully, you know, heading into the new year, again, she'll, she'll be an integral part of the squad going forward.
0: Very much so because she'll be raring to go. She'll want to make up for uh, any time she's lost with this injury. It's so unfortunate to get injured, you know, in the community shield like that. And right at the start of the season when she'd have been raring to go as well. So, yeah, fantastic that she's back.
2: Yeah. And then it was a, a game that we saw obviously player management from, from Gareth Taylor. Uh, there was quite a, a bit of rotation. Caroline went off at half time. Uh, Coombsy came on. Uh, but You know, Georgia Stanway, what an impact from the bench as well to score two goals.
0: Brilliant, yeah. Real poachers goals that she got as well, which is what you want, you know, your centre forward to come on and do. Um, So, yeah, Uh, Gareth's done really well, I think, managing the team with easy. Every game last couple of weeks have been really important. We've had two a week and I think he's had to rotate the squad, obviously, keep everything nice and fresh, keep everyone involved. I think he's done really well with that. Uh, perfect the other day, the way he used to substitutes, because Georgia came on and banged two goals straight away. Um, unfortunately, Caroline got a bit of a knock, didn't she? So we're not sure if she's going to be involved in week and they're not waiting to see. But like you say, people have come in. Laura Coons being a good example. When she came in earlier last month and played and, and scored that banger against United and things like that, She she's stepped up to the mark as well. So from Gareth's point of view, that can only be good. Because he's got so many players to choose from, so many formations. He's got certain formations in mind for certain games, probably, and things like that. It can only be good for a manager. It's a nice problem for him to have.
2: Yeah. And we do seem to be able to, obviously, I mean, again, we spoke about it on the podcast last week. In terms of those sort of players as well, like you said about Koobse, you know, we've seen Jess Park coming to the squad. And again, it just shows that, you know, players are there ready to to, to step up when they need to.
0: It's, it's so important in the modern game to have a squad. You know, you can't just have 11 great players. You need you need a squad and you need... And we said last week, didn't we? We've pretty much got two international-class players in every position. So we're very lucky in that. And that's good recruitment. Um, so, yeah, it's great for Gareth because he, 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 can, he can experiment. He can look at them in training. He can pick who's in form. He might have certain players who he wants to do certain jobs in certain games and they're more suited to it. You know, we're getting now. You know, this is after Christmas. We we need to push on and really go for this. You know, go for the trophies that we want to win. So it's it's good for Gareth, like I say, it's a, it's a nice problem for him to have because he's got so many good players to at his disposal.
2: Yeah, definitely. In terms of Champions League though, that's it, done until uh, the draw, which will take place on the 16th of February. And then the ties will be played at the beginning of March, across two legs again. Obviously, we've also found out this week now, the final eight for the, the Conti Cup, uh, that's now been confirmed for the quarter finals, which will take place next year. Aston Villa, Bristol, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Durham, Leicester City and West Ham. And we'll find out who will be playing tomorrow.
0: Well, it's interesting. You read that list out there and you think, oh, there's no Arsenal in there. You say, That's That sounds so odd. Arsenal not being involved in the Continental Cup because along with ourselves, um, they have dominated that, that trophy in recent years. I know Chelsea won it last year, but it was Arsenal in the final. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would imagine City and Chelsea would like to avoid each other, if possible.
2: How much money are you betting that we'll still draw each other? <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm thinking it's usually the semi-final, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So maybe not this round, but definitely next. Um, you know, it, it's just you get who you get. Hopefully, I would say, imagine City will want a home draw, and and uh, you know whoever we get, we get. We'll give it a good go. But yeah, yeah it's, there's some there's some different teams got through this year.
2: For us now, uh, last fixture uh, Sunday of 2020, we'll be heading to Birmingham, where we face, obviously, Birmingham, (laughs) away from home. Uh, How good would it be for City? It's now four wins in four. Can we make it five and five?
0: Can we make it? Yes, definitely. Um, Every game at the moment seems to be a must-win game. And to be honest with you this month, that has suited us, as we've spoke about the games recently. Um, It seems to almost like galvanised the team and then done well but this is another one you know looking at the other fixtures and stuff we don't want to lose any more ground so this is a, going into Christmas the last game so it's crucial we get another three points on Sunday
2: and in terms of again team management it's really hard to predict who may feature in that team on Sunday obviously Caroline Weir is a possible dart as is uh, Rose LaValle we're not too sure whether she might make the squad or not uh, as she's still managing her injury that she picked up against Everton. So, in terms of the starting eleven, who would you like to see in the squad?
0: Um, well, if, if like you say, if Caroline's not there, that is a loss, obviously, because she's playing so well. But yeah, I'm happy with it, it, you know whoever Gareth kind of picks. I think I'm sure he'll pick the right team for the game. You could see like the likes of Laura Coombs and Jess Park maybe back in the squad, and then maybe even one or two of them starting because you've got. It's never an easy game, is it? Birmingham away, it's always a tough, tough place to go. Um, I would imagine Ellen White will want to play against her old team, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, but it's one we, we've got to win, really. And I think we can win it,
2: yeah. Uh, obviously, Birmingham themselves have so changes across the summer, and obviously, Carla Ward coming in as manager from Sheffield. I mean, she's done so well,
0: <laughs> she's highly, highly rated, one of the highly rated managers that a lot of people were speculating about last year like you say she did a good job at Sheffield um so I think Birmingham Birmingham have got a good good uh, person in place there and they're looking to lay the foundations and build because I think they'd slipped back a couple uh, a bit over the last couple of years from where yeah. they were a few years ago but always a tough game and I'm sure it will be on Sunday.
2: I mean they seem to be managing quite a few injuries at the moment but it's been um, made known that Carla's now sort of got the backing of the club and it'll be interesting to see uh how they, like you said, really look at building here on in, you know, for for the winter transfer window, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, she might go for some players that she's she's known before and, and things like that. So yeah. Um I think her having the backing of the club will be important as well. Um they're a good you know a good club, We're a great set of fans there as well at Birmingham always had a good time there. So I expect it to be a similar game to what we've seen before with Birmingham on Sunday, to be honest with you. Um tough, a tough game. It was a good game last year. We came away 2-0 when we scored in the first minute. But thinking back over the years, it's never it's never been when we've gone and we've never gone there and like just rolled them over. It's all we've always had to yeah. earn the win. There. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting again on Sunday, to be honest with you.
2: Or um, another Kira Walsh long-range effort. That was great goal from last season.
0: Yeah, we'll take another one of those,
2: yeah. You know, we're coming up, obviously, the last last game of the year. Really looking forward to putting this year to bed. <laughs> 2020. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. and 2021. I mean, you could say that really it's come at a not-so-great time in terms of the momentum that City are picking up at the moment since so coming back from the international break.
0: Yeah, it's a shame, really, because like you say, we're we're really at our stride. Now we're going to have to take a two-week break again. But I suppose the players are quite used to that, like you say, with terms of like in club terms, you know, you have these breaks for internationals and everything. So it it is what it is. I'm sure, you know, as long as they win on Sunday, we'll be looking at the table over Christmas thinking, right, we're sat pretty, you know, job done in the Champions League, job done so far in the Conti Cups, you know, through to the next round. You know, so as long as we're on Sunday, we'll be sat in a challenging position, you know, in the top four at least, say. So, you know, it's it's nicely primed for us to really push on after Christmas and, and go for some of these trophies.
2: Yeah. And in in terms of this month overall, I mean, it, it has been a very good month for City. And, and not only that, I mean, this week we've learned that obviously Caroline Weir has received Player of the Year for Scotland and and Lucy Bronze as well the best fifa women's player of uh, 2020 i mean first english player to do so and it's such a fantastic achievement as well
0: it is yeah it's a real real honor for for her for the club um for leon as well what she was playing for them it's a real honor and uh, you know it's well deserved because she she's right up there and what i do think is that because it's voted for by her fellow professionals I think Lucy will see it as a, as a real accolade herself as well because, you know, this is this is, it's from people she plays against who, you know, get to see her first hand or up against her and things, you know, over the years. So it, it's a real, real uh, feather in a cap and well-deserved. And as you say, Caroline as well, uh, Scotland's player here that's great for her because she deserves it. She, yeah. You know, they've got some cracking players in that Scotland squad and for her to win that, you know, she it just shows you the level of consistency that she's reached as well. It's great. It's great for the club for, for the uh, players to get this sort of recognition.
2: It it is utterly fantastic. And it's it's been though it's been a year of ups and downs, it's it's it has been a fantastic, you know, season so far. And in terms of where we're at now, I mean we're nearly at a halfway point. How would you reflect on the season so far in terms of the FA Cup victory, you know, positioning in the league, the performances that we're really putting in and, and showing really good return for now.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a couple of games that stick out where we dropped. Where we think we've dropped points that maybe we should have expected to pick up Brighton at home and things. But I think there was obviously to be expected, you know, a new manager coming in. There was going to be a few changeover issues, even though a lot of the players were the same. It's just the way it is. But I think we can see in the last month or so, that's all settled down now, and the team are playing, um, you know, the way that Gareth wants them to play. The results are coming, the confidence looks to be there. So, if they push on after Christmas, they're certainly going to be in a there or thereabouts for basically all the trophies we're in for. And as you say, the FA Cup win, I think, was a big help as well, um, you know, to get that trophy in under the belt, and then they can go for it again after Christmas. Um, along with the other trophies, it's it's all good. I mean, we're we definitely alive and kicking in all four competitions. That's that's all we can ask for, I think.
2: Yeah, definitely, Dave. Thank you ever so much for your time. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for contribute all the contributions that you've made on the podcast this season and obviously last season as well. It's always good to speak to you, and I really wish you a very very merry Christmas. And let's let's hope that 2021 brings us more of the things we can enjoy and, and hopefully let's get back in the stadium and definitely enjoy enjoying the games together again.
0: Oh, thank you very much. I'm mean, Same to you. Have a Merry Christmas and I totally agree that it's uh, we all want to be back when it's safe to get back there and get back supporting the team as do fans of every club. It's what we all want. So let's hope that as soon as possible we're all back in and supporting. But thanks to you and for the work you do on the podcast because I know how much the fans enjoy it. So see you in the new year but have a nice Christmas.
2: Yeah, you two, all the best. Take care and I'll see you soon.
0: Thanks Emma, bye.
2: Craig, great to speak to you. How you doing? Are you well?
4: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show once again.
2: Yeah, it's been a while since we spoke. How have you been keeping? How's COVID life been treating you?
4: Well, I'm, I'm, I work in retail, so it's pretty been pretty much the same for me, apart from I now have to wear masks to work. But yeah. apart from that, it's, it's all the same and just keeping busy, really.
2: Good stuff, good stuff. Sunday, uh, last game of uh, 2020. Thank God. <laughs> Before we head into the new year, um, Birmingham City, I mean obviously you're a Birmingham City fan. It's been quite a, a bit of a season for you since uh, Birmingham seems to have come a long way from the start of the season with the changes at the club and the squad and and obviously Carla Ward as well having an impact there.
4: Yeah absolutely the, the summer was a bit of a dark time until we finally got the manager in but once Carla's been in it's been a, a whirlwind of positive feelings I guess and it's uh, going in the right direction once again and uh, there's more, there's confidence and happiness at the club again, once again. And it's just, uh, it, it, compared to where we were when we lost against Bristol in one of the last games of last season, it's 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 a big, big turnaround from there. And we're just happy to be going in the right direction again and hopefully securing our place in the WSL for another year.
2: I mean, it's it's been really difficult. I think that that is really beginning to translate for you to the fans as well, though, isn't it? I mean, it does seem to be that... Um, you know, the morale is picking up and, and and everyone does seem a lot happier.
4: Yeah, I think so. I think the main thing is that they've got the players believing in themselves once again. It, it, last last season, particularly towards the end, people weren't really happy being at the club and playing. And it seems like they've turned that around and managed to get players happy again to play. And that's the main thing. And uh, they can believe in the manager. And hopefully in January, we can, we can add more players and hopefully get a squad that's going to be more long-term than what it's been in the last few years with constant turnarounds with players leaving yeah. uh, for different clubs.
2: Where do you think Birmingham will look to strengthen in the winter window?
4: I think they need striking options to back up Claudia Walker, who's had a phenomenal season, probably a best season in a professional career so far. And, uh you probably want a backup keeper uh, hannah, hannah hampton's very good but she can't do it all herself especially if she gets injured touchwood that doesn't happen but yeah you, there's always things that can happen in football and you don't want to have to rely on a keeper who's unproven out of the youth who might not be up ready for the step up which yeah. hannah did herself in the last uh, couple of seasons ago
2: yeah like you said claudia walker seems to be contributing a fair few goals to birmingham is she going to be one to what for for you on
4: Sunday? I think she's the main one. She's got so much confidence compared to last season. I think she went two seasons without scoring for Birmingham City, and then she scores five goals in five games, and just shows what she's capable of. Claudia uh, Claudia has been uh, managed to get the confidence. Claudia uh, Carla Ward has managed to. Um, I think she she told this story to us um, on a, in a fan uh, conversation. Basically, uh, she played against Claudia Walker when she was in. Uh, probably when she was at Stoke, I think Claudia. When she was at Stoke, and Cla- uh, Carla was at Sheffield, I think it was. And she absolutely gave her a torrid time when she was still playing Carla Ward. So she remembered her from that time and managed to probably bring out the player that she used to be and probably show that what she can do again. And I think she's definitely one to wa- uh, one to watch on Sunday. Another player to look out for probably would be. It's been a while since I looked at the list. Uh, you can edit that. You can edit the, You can edit this about, about Hopefully. <laughs>
2: I might um, just keep it in to be honest. Cause he's been doing all right.
4: Yeah, of course he's doing all
2: right. Cause yeah. he's
4: added some more stability to the defence, obviously. Yeah. And uh I was just thinking more of attacking options, really, for someone to uh cause you a bit of trouble, but then you've got a good solid defense at the moment. So, yeah,
2: you see, yeah. like you said, I think with with Birmingham's team, you seem to have a lot of options in, in midfield, but then when it yeah. comes to attacking You've only really got Claudia and, and Whip,
4: haven't you, really? Yeah, you've obviously got Abby Grant, but she's not going to be back till at least January. And Sarah yeah. Malin got injured recently, and she's going to be out probably till January as well, which is another threat that we did have at that point. Um, you've got Emma Kelly, but she's still getting back to full fitness after being out for quite a long time since she's joined us, really. So, yeah, I think we got players in the midfield who are capable of getting the ball to Claudia. It's, it's about how well Claudia can battle and hold the ball up and win fouls higher up the pitch for us to work off from set yeah. pieces and stuff going forward, I think. So, yeah, Claudia Walker and on the main is going to be the main threat. It just depends on how well we can hold it at the back, really, and prevent you from getting goals that we have did against the likes of Chelsea, reducing it down to the one goal in that game. And yeah,
2: that apart from the
4: good. Arsenal game, really, we've done quite well of keeping the score down quite well this season.
2: Obviously, at the start of the season, I mean, I think, where are you in the league right now? seventh I think yeah how would you have envisaged this the season going for you because obviously we're coming to the sort of halfway point now are you quite happy with the the progress that Birmingham have made and, and where they are in terms of the league standings at the moment
4: yeah absolutely realistically at the start of the season we we were looking at we need to stay up so it was either it was either going to be us or Bristol, there was going to be maybe maybe West Ham or Brighton at the time. I didn't think Villa would actually be as low as they are currently, but mm-hmm. uh, some Birmingham City fans won't want to hear that, but they're not going to be, probably won't listen <laughs> to this, so that's okay. But um, yeah, I, f- I thought it was going to be between us and Bristol realistically this season, and it's proven to be that we've managed to get pick-up wins when we needed to against the likes of Bristol themselves, and uh, who was the other game against that we won? It was... Villa, it was Villa, yes. So yeah, so we won the games against the teams that we need to win against. Mm-hmm. So we're we're away from that relegation zone now, and realistically, anything in the mid table would be um, over over overachieving what I expected at the start of the season. So we're on we're on target for that, and hopefully that's where we'll be when we get to the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, in terms of Carla Ward, though, I mean, <laughs> it was obviously rumoured uh, a few weeks ago that she would be in contention for the West Ham job. I didn't think that that would be a a possibility really at all i i kind of feel as though carly was is is not was is quite committed to birmingham from how she's been speaking in the media you know i'm sure as birmingham fans you are, are happy to hear that she's now committed to the club in in terms of progressing and moving forward
4: yeah absolutely i heard you talking about it on rodney's podcast i think a few weeks ago about that and made it clear that you didn't think she'd leave and i was a bit more pessimistic myself based on the fact that the club needed to back her to prove that she would stay because West Ham have better resources than Birmingham city as a club, given that they're a premier league team and it's obviously Birmingham city have promised that she'll get what she wants in January. I don't think she's, I think she's realistic to to know that she's not going to get the world, but she's probably going to get one or two players that will give us more stability, um, long-term future and then build again next summer. Uh, So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that she's decided to stay and, to prove that she can do it, do it at this level for a whole season. And then hopefully she'll stay longer than that. But uh, as long as she stays to the end of the season and keeps up, that's um, that's the minimum I expect and hope going forward really now.
2: Obviously looking ahead to Sunday, uh, how are you feeling heading into the game and, and what are your sort of expectations?
4: The expectations is we're probably going to lose, but uh if we lose, if we lose,
2: if we, I try if we, if and do it so positively. Craig, come on!
4: I know I, that that is me being positive. I, I, I think <laughs> if we if we if we lose one nil, I'm going to be ecstatic. Really, based on the amount of players that Man City have who are getting into good form now, you obviously got Lauren Hemp back, who I thought was your best player before you signed um Mewis and uh, Lavelle at the start of the season. She did really well in the in the Community Shield game, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, I thought, I thought at the start of the season, she looked your most informed player. And obviously when she got injured, I thought that you might struggle a bit and you did for a little bit and then you've re- bounced back quite well recently. So yeah. I think you've got, obviously, you're still not getting the best out of Ellen White. I don't know if that's because you don't really play f- crossing the ball in that much. So you're not really getting the best out of her in the formation that you saw play. But you've obviously got players who are talented and can score goals from anywhere. So but especially Caroline Weir, who's showing once again why she's in that team once uh, week in, week out. So yeah, there's, there's players to look out for that. We've got a strong defense. If Georgia Brohm's back in the team, I think she will be because she was only out because of the Everton game. She wouldn't play the other day. Harriet Scott, I think she's still a doubt. So that's a big, big miss for us. Obviously she's a very strong defender that we can play right back and center back, depending on who's available. So if our, if our team defensively is fully fit, we can probably keep the score down, but it's going to be tough, but, I expect a a competitive game and hopefully it's not too too dull for the, for the fans, even if it's only a one or one or one goal either either way of it.
2: I'm always a bit worried going to Birmingham away. <laughs> to be honest, I you know I always remember you know we've had really tough encounters there and uh and i expect and i expect in a bit of a tougher test than that that we faced last season to be
4: honest yeah you've got you've you've obviously got claudia walkers in good form as i mentioned and you've got uh jamie lee napier was the one i didn't i couldn't remember earlier on in our conversation she's coming from chelsea i
2: think
4: yeah she was she was at chelsea she came from hibernian to chelsea uh last season or the season before but she didn't get that much game time and she's she's just come basically to birmingham to get the game time and get back into good form and she's I think the more games she's played, the more I've seen um, more sparks of talent from her. And obviously, she, the more she plays, she, she's going to show more uh, this season. Hopefully, we get some more goals for us. So, yeah, her along with Claudia Walker are the two threats I would say, up front uh, going into this game. And, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting game. And I'm looking forward to it um, before the Christmas break. And then hopefully, we'll get some uh, reinforcements in January
2: yeah definitely uh, i i think it is very positive for birmingham in the, at the minute uh, the only thing we were saying the other day was if uh, there becomes a vacancy <laughs> at bristol will carl awards name be associated with that club as well uh who knows i i, I
4: hear i hear my uh, matt um um matt beards available you can have him yeah He's have, he-
2: yeah, um, I'm, like I said, it's it's just a shame. It's one of those games that I I do really look forward to, especially going to Birmingham and, and seeing you. And on obviously on this occasion, we can't meet up, but it's always great to catch up. And I really appreciate it, Craig, because I know you're busy at the minute. And um, do you want to just give um a plug to your podcast?
4: Yeah, sure. You can follow the podcast at Greats sixty eight on Facebook and Twitter. We don't use Instagram. That's because I haven't got the time to run an Instagram account, but. <laughs> you can follow us on both of the other two we uh host our podcast on anchor.fm uh you can find it on anything spotify apple podcasts all those sorts of things thanks uh emma for letting me come up back on the show again i always appreciate you inviting me on i enjoy your show uh when i when i find the time to listen to podcasts nowadays but uh <laughs> but i enjoy it when i get to listen to it oh, and good, uh, you good, do you me. do a great you do a great job and i appreciate you um being able to represent the Man City fans as you do on this show and get great guests um, like Dave and such to talk about Man City. And good luck for the rest of the season.
2: Cheers, Craig. Thank you ever so much. I really appreciate that. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Take care. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks to Dave and to Craig for joining me on this week's show. We just wanted to say thank you to Manchester City and to everybody who has contributed on the podcast this year, whether you come on the show or engage with us across our socials. Next year we'll have more guests, more views and more opinions and if you're interested in coming on the show drop us a DM on Twitter at MCWFanCast or you can email us at mcwfancastgmail.com at gmail.com. May 2021 be happier, be healthier and be safer and filled with more of the things you love. Thank you for sticking with us throughout the year and we'll see you back with the podcast on the 8th of January 2021. Until then, Merry Christmas to you and your families and enjoy the Christmas festivities.